Downloads great. Okay, we are recording. All right. Hey, what a great start to this show. Yes, he is an on-time Tom Izzo. Yes, he is. He spoke at today's press conference. And then also, it's not all fun and games and basketball. We're going to talk football in the bye week with Mike Jones of Can't Read, Can't Write. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan friends, Spartan family, Locked on Spartans listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Spartans. Your team in green and white five days a week through the good times and the bad. No, it's not going to be just me rambling the entire episode, you know, just getting my thoughts on Urban Meyer and everything like that. No, no, we're joined by one of my favorite podcasts. Well, one third of my favorite podcasts. Can't read, can't write. His name is who? Mike Jones, I'm sure it's the first time in his life he's ever heard that before. Mike, how on earth are we doing over there, my man? Uh, it's it, Misery loves company, and we are both miserable uh, as as suffering Spartans. So I'm great. I'm fantastic. Uh, and uh, and how'd the Urban Meyer conversation go for you? Was it like touching the third rail? People were not as heated about it as I possibly thought. I thought I was going to open up the email box, lockedonspartans at gmail.com, by the way, <laughs> and luck. just get eviscerated like yes some people did disagree but like it wasn't anything like hey i'm gonna find your address drive to your house and (laughs) throw a brick through your window so it went better than i thought it would so that's so so that was good uh mike we're going to steer the conversation away from football for the first segment here because for my mental health for your mental health and for a lot of the listeners mental health here we're going to splice in some basketball because tom Izzo spoke with the media today Mike, he, he raved about the leadership. He talked about Carson Cooper and Jackson Kohler changing their bodies. He called Jaden Akins one of the best two-way players in the country. He called Garrett Norman the best shooter of the freshmen, and he called Jeremy Fears the next Mateen Cleaves. I, <laughs> Tom, keep talking, man. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Mike, through the presser, first, how nice was this just to hear amidst everything going on in East Lansing? Then second, what was your biggest takeaway? from Mr. Izzo's press conference. Yeah, I mean, if anyone's ever watched Tom Izzo talk, like the amount of nonsense that comes out of his mouth. I mean, uh, I think the presser before that, he both complained about the youths and then said, if you spent more time with the youths, you would really celebrate them. Uh, (laughs) But like, this is, uh, there's some people that that Tom doesn't touch, Mateen being one of them, right? Like, so that Mm -hmm. comp was a big deal. I get the sense that he likes his team, but I think he's liked several of his teams in, in the sense that they were nice kids, right? Like they were sure he's, since, sure. since Cassius, he's had a lot of really nice kids on his team. Right. Um, too, too many nice kids, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think, I think he likes this team because they're both good kids. And uh, I think he thinks he's got something here. Um, yeah. It, it's almost yeah. though that he doesn't want to jinx it. He knows it's that good. So yes. I don't know. I think he was asked about that too. And he said, like, someone straight up asked, hey, is this national title or bust? And he said, like, well, if I say yes, it's put a lot of pressure on my team. But if I say no, then that means I'm not really believing in my team. Like, some iteration. And then he's like, I like my team. (laughs) And then, yeah, I like my team. I'm having a great time. Right. Yeah. It's been a good summer and fall of practice so far. But uh, no, it it was a true quintessential Tom Izzo press conference. He also said that I had the chance to enter the portal in my life as well, but I chose this university. And hey, stay tuned to watch. 
Tyson Walker lighted up in the backcourt for Michigan State yeah. this upcoming winter. So, like, I, we get to do that for another winter. I mean, Tom, I love you, but, like, out of by way of Northeastern, right, here's like, Tyson Walker. <laughs> he just, yeah, and then we're also celebrating Joey Hauser being with the Jazz right. now. Like, I mean, bro, just give it a rest. Uh, the, like, he, he just, it, the problem with Tom is that there's no nuance, right? Like, because he, ha- there is a through line for this to all make sense, and it just doesn't for him. But I do, I, I don't know, I, um, I don't want to like we're in football season, right? Like it's really hard yes. for me to fully turn the page, but I've been, this is the the year that I've been most that the excitement for basketball didn't stop, right? Like lost to Kansas state heartbreaker didn't stop being excited the whole way through for basketball season, never turned it off. And then Tom's back now. And it's, it's real. It's like, we're, we're what, how many days away? Not too too many, whatever it is. I think okay, so. Midnight 32? Madness. I'll I'll even go as far as saying Midnight Madness starts basketball. Like that's how anxious I am to get the season started, which is on October thirteenth. I couldn't or Halloween if you ask Tom. Or or famously Halloween, uh, according to Tom Izzo, October thirteenth. That's right. So uh, after you grab all your candy in your neighborhood, head over to Breslin Center on October thirteenth. It'll be a great time for the whole I family. Do love people <laughs> trick or treating. Tom said it's Halloween. Sorry, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. If, if he says it's Halloween, I will be an Okemist with my kid on October 13th. Uh, yeah. Just absolutely. At his door. <laughs> Can't see the neighborhood. Yes. Um, God. So, yeah, however many days it is, like, it, it's, it's just got to get here. Now, like, it's not all picking daisies here uh, as far as basketball goes because they dropped a lot of game times, the schedules, the channels, or the streaming services that these games are on. And, of course, like the good – old grumpy men that we are. We're going to gripe about it here. At least I am. As many of you know, by now five games and not just any games, conference games will be on Peacock. Tuesday, 7 p.m. game against Wisconsin. Thursday, 7 p.m. versus Penn State. Tuesday night, 9 p.m. tip versus Michigan. And then the one road game on the Peacock, Tuesday, 9 p.m. tip at Minnesota. And then Tuesday, 7 p.m. tip versus Iowa. They have one game all season on ESPN. They have eight on CBS and Fox combined. But, Mike, I'll let you rail on this first. Uh, your thoughts on Peacock? Is it just your favorite thing in the world, man? It's It's been, it's been garbage for football. Um, and I, it's, I would defend them a bit more if they hadn't been doing Notre Dame games this entire time. Uh, like this isn't new to them. They should have had a system built out. Uh, I am a little nervous about their foray into basketball. Uh, but you know, I don't, I can't get, maybe I'm in the minority here. I just can't get that heated about Peacock. Um, at least for 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 most folks who live in Michigan, if you have Comcast, that that Peacock subscription comes through for you uh, okay, as part good, of your good PSA. Good yeah, PSA. Like nice. I don't know, I'm, I'm I'm a Philly guy. Comcast Tower is just around here. Like it, it's sure. it's the one plug that I Comcast yeah. sucks. I don't need to say nice things about them. <laughs> but I uh, I am more bothered by them picking up that that they continue to push to streaming services marquee games. Michigan, Michigan State shouldn't be on a streaming service in the same way that Michigan State, uh, Washington, the football game, while we were all thankful that it was on a streaming service, should not have been on a streaming service. So that's like NBC Comcast. You're screwing this up. So 
I, I know. And I'm going to echo a lot of like the other gripes that people have as well. And yes, I do get like, you know, people are like, oh, it's just six bucks, six bucks a month. Like, yeah, thank you. Like, okay. It, it's, it's not the money. Like I am a very frugal person in many things in life, but I also pay the $10 every single year for big 10 plus to watch Michigan right. state play tri county union uh I, christian whatever like yeah they shouldn't be making the admission the admission cost of being a fan higher like that uh, sorry to interject but like yes they shouldn't no, be making it more right. expensive to be a fan so oh. right because even like six bucks a month is like still too much and all, like but th the thing is is like yes it, it's just on the streaming service and sure the, the diehards like us the sick people like us we're gonna pay whatever it is to watch michigan state basketball but Okay, let's say hypothetically Michigan State is absolutely giving the blues to Michigan on a Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Who outside of the greater Lansing and greater Metro Detroit area is going to know about this? It's not like people are going to be scrolling their channels or their streaming services being like, oh, hey, let's go to the Peacock and see what basketball games on. Like, no, this is going to be a game that no one hears about. And same with the other four games as well. So, like, that's that's my issue as well. And also, it's not just all about Michigan State. Indiana and Purdue is on Peacock. Like, that is Ooh. criminal. I'm going to forget about that because, look, I, I've got a dumb brain. Usually I just don't even remember these games that aren't Michigan State games until Saturday or, like, on a weekend night where I'm just scrolling the TV guide on YouTube TV or WoW or whatever you use, and it's, oh, my God, that's right, this game is on. Like, yes. And I think a lot of other fans are like that as well where they're just, like, they don't have the just a streaming service in their head at all times. They're like, oh, got to watch Hoosiers Boilermakers or Spartans Wolverines on the streaming service. Like, it's just a disservice to – not just the fans of the schools that are playing on the service, but like just college basketball fans in general. But that, who cares about my soapbox? I mean, it, some peacock exec is laughing right now. Probably, who cares? Yep, as they collect your six dollars. <laughs> yep, yep. Hey, you want to keep uh, this fun conversation going? Talk about football here in a minute, Mike. Oh yeah, that's where that's where I'm at. Yeah. Great, great. There we go. All right, in a hot second, but first I need to talk to people's ears off about Bird Dog Shorts. I got my Bird Dogs on right now. Before we started recording, Mike said, hey, be honest with me, Bird Dogs, would you recommend them? Absolutely, positively, I will always recommend Bird Dogs because they are versatile. You could wear these bad boys anywhere. Do it when you're running errands. Do it at the apple orchard. Do it on the hay rides, the golf course. Heck, even the swimming pool if you're on vacation somewhere warm this fall. They hook it up for every single occasion, and they also just feel great on the body as well. I got the Bird Dog shorts with the liner on the inside. It's just the right amount of snugness, you know? It's not constricting anything. It's not cutting off blood flow to the other extremities in my body. No, it... It just feels supportive the entire time you are wearing them. And they also want to support you when you buy anything on birddogs.com because when you go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college, all one word, they are going to hook you up with a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. Again, that's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free water bottle at checkout. You will not want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Also, that's right. I'm always repping home field apparel because I'm trying to look my best. You know, this is my Saturday's best, my Sunday's best, and well, Monday through Friday as well. Homefieldapparel.com is the place you have to go to if you want to check out some great vintage logos in the MSU catalog. And of course, they throw them on apparel as well. Sweatshirts, long sleeve t-shirts, t-shirts in general. Hey, even hats as well. I got my MSU dad hat right here. It's at homefieldapparel.com. Or let's say for some reason, you're for other schools that aren't Michigan State. Go ahead, check it out. They have hundreds of schools to pick from at homefieldapparel.com. But when you check out, smash in promo code LOS23. That's going to get you 15% off of your first order. Again, that is LOS23 
at homefieldapparel.com for 15% off of your first order at homefieldapparel.com. Let's drag the one, the only Mike Jones back on to the show here because it's <laughs> it's it's football season. Woo! <sighs> Mike, get, give me a reason to smile about football. No. How about that for a question? You like that? Oh, no. okay. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, here, here's my Anything. take. Yeah, you know, like uh, it is. It is impossibly bad what we're watching. Yet the, re- the reason it is so painful is because you see winning. You see yeah, okay. the potential for winning. I, hey, as much as and I get it. Jay's got to go. Scotty's got to go. Ross's got to go. Like they all got to go. But you can see that the recruits that we made in the defensive end are paying dividends. Um, that's what I'll say. That's, that's where I'll leave. Okay. Uh, so like I, if we're able to retain some folks, if like there's winning football on the other side of this, that that's my, that's my, that's my positive. I would love to see Malik Spencer and Dylan Tatum play in a system that works. I'd love to see that? Dylan Tatum play in the position that he should be playing. Ah, how about though. that? <laughs> there like, we go. <laughs> wild. The guy who projects as a nickel in the league isn't playing the nickel. Mm, mm. mm. Don't like that. Uh, Jordan Hall mm. looks fantastic. If we can retain love Jordan it. Hall, that would be great. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Nate Carter looks like a plus running back if yeah. he had a better – situation in front of him i don't know i quite like literally in front of him yeah quite literally yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah between whoever's handing in the ball to the people blocking for it you know i just it's been it's been a a a, a comedy of errors I, can we talk about the quarterback for a second though Please. You know what? We were going to get to that, of course, eventually, but like, wh- let's cut the foreplay. Let's just get right into it. All I right. want to pose it like this, though. I, can, can I pose it like Noah Kim takes the field in Piscataway as a starting quarterback? Your reaction, Mike Jones, is what if it's still Noah Kim after the bye week? I think the cold open for our, our last episode was not to plug the pod too hard, but was uh, that it'll be the sound of a Yuletide log, <laughs> but it was really our bodies like self emulating. Um, I, uh, I will be, I will be bothered. And, and the, 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 the reason I, 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 the, the season's gone, right? Like to a degree, you know, maybe we, maybe we can eke out a bowl. That would be wonderful if we could for the practices, I guess. Uh, sure. But the thing that I'm concerned about is that you have two four-star quarterbacks who are sitting behind Noah Kim and the odds that you're able to keep both of them with a coaching change are slim you have a better odd of keep odds of keeping one of them if they're playing. So if I, I don't, I don't, maybe Sam Levitt is the better quarterback. I don't know. He might lose more games this season, but if Sam yeah. Levitt's the better quarterback, then play Sam Levitt. I, you know, I just, because you need to keep that person, you need to give the next staff as many tools as they possibly can have. And, and for the life of me, Harlan Barnett, if you listen, like, Oh, big listener. Yeah. Yeah. I just, he loves the show. Be the custodian for the program that I know, you know, you need to be. Um, so that's my take on the quarterback is that I don't care about winning. I do care about retaining the best talent for next year. That is just so brilliantly said, like, and 
an adult in the room make an adult decision here? And I think it was alluded to, okay, like, hey, we're going to make some or have some conversations. We're going to make some choices here. And my piece of brightness here in the darkness of the season so far is that this bye week has come at a pretty good time, I think. Like, this is mm-hmm. – a lot of the things have not gone Michigan State's way, but, like, hey, at least the timing of the bye week on the schedule has gone right because – um I don't know. There's a debate to be had, and we could even have this debate right here if you want, of is this a lost season? Because during yesterday's show, I said, this season is a lost season. That that got some pushback, more pushback than actually my Urban Meyer comments got because, (laughs) no, it is not just national championship or bust, but like, look, you have to run the table. I'm sorry, this team's not going to beat Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State. I'm sorry if that's me being negative, Nancy. You still have to run the table of Indiana, Minnesota, Rutgers, all on the road, and then Nebraska at home just to go 6-6 six and six to make the Quick Lane Bowl or the Surf Pro Bowl or something like that. Or, God forbid, hey, maybe you have great APR scores last year and you sneak in somewhere as 5-7, and seven, but, like, I, I don't know. I think the season is, like, done-ish, but, like, man, it is a great time to just flip the page of the quarterback. You got two weeks to do it. You're going to Piscataway. You're not going to Columbus. It's... That's that's just like this is what I'm doing on October 3rd. Like, this is how dire things are. Is that like I'm celebrating the bye week, Mike? (laughs) And and you're pointing to midnight madness as the thing that that when (laughs) basketball season starts that I I I will say, are you I'm a little surprised at how few dudes have entered the portal as well. So, like, not to loop back to bright spots, but. That's encouraging. That, you know, because one of the things that's been rough about the transfer portal and NIL is not, and this isn't me complaining about kids getting paid or or having the freedom of movement, but for the longest time, the, and I think you and I've talked about this, that like, it felt like when you won a recruiting battle, that someone was picking the place that you had an emotional attachment to. And, and that was meaningful. Like that's, that was your guy, Right. And, and now that it, now that it's become more transactional, which is in keeping with the amount of money that's made in college sports, like, you know, I don't want to be whatever, but the, I'm, I'm maybe encouraged that it feels like the dudes we have here also are picking Michigan state, irrespective of who the head coach is. And that's more meaningful because Mel Tucker was all about, we can say it now, right? Mel Tucker. Like, sure. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, it's open I, season now. Yeah, I'm, it's open I'm, season. I'm only going to whisper it, but like <laughs> you, the Michigan fans weren't totally wrong about where he sat in the picture. Uh, like it's, it's it's unfortunate. That's OK. That's OK. That's OK. The cigar photos were, are still sweet. I'll oh, yeah. Too. And yeah. the and the birds. And yeah, we'll we'll have great yeah. memories. We'll have wonderful oh. Mel Tucker memories. The goats. Fantastic. Oh, great. Uh, the Ferraris on the field that the groundskeeper hated them, but mm-hmm. it was cool. But yeah, I I I think maybe we have some Spartans on this team, and I think that's worth celebrating. Now that that was said on the locked on Spartans airwaves, um, we're going to see fifteen kids enter their names yeah. by noon on Wednesday. So, just want to give everyone the heads up there. Uh, if, if if any of you know how anything goes on this show, it's uh, I could say the sun's going to rise in the east tomorrow, and oh boy, we ain't waking up. Yes. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> That's, that's what we got going on here. But no, you are right, because someone did hit me with the, hey, what's the over-under for guys in the, in the transfer portal? And I just threw out four and a half. And that seems like a very low number, but four guys from Northwestern are all that transferred. Now, yeah, oh, I will say that maybe stat. Northwest. 
It is it is an interesting stat, but however, like three of them were like their highest rated guys, and now it's like, a, okay, did these guys stay in Northwestern because it's really maybe their only Power Five opportunity? There, but like, and it's Northwestern. If we can, I mean, we can at least respect the academics. Sure. Oh yeah, not not to call Michigan State like some like well, yeah. college in the projects, but like that is a Northwestern degree. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, as a very an adult conversation one. about this, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so whatever. But I, I know, have a oh sorry, go ahead, go ahead. sorry, but we have two right. We have Justin White, okay, and then Hank Pepper is a loss. Yeah, and then like there are some interesting names that are on the injury report, like Keyshawn Blackstock. I've heard to like keep an eye on, like, and let's see if that's well, going to be so, long term or what. So, hear me out though. The Harlan Barnett gave the boot to Justin White and and Hank Pepper. There is some to that. Yeah, like he didn't give the boot to it. Like I, I'm, I don't know. You, you may well be right. Uh, I think you had talked about how like Winman. Right, like the seniors who can't come back, who can't transfer, right. like they may who were injured in some capacity, are like, eh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it out. But like Blackstock, uh, uh, Vandemark, I, you know, I think yeah. maybe they're just hurt. I mean, it's, it's, it, this is the weirdest sentence I'm about to say, but like, I hope they're just hurt. Like, I hope they're hurt. Like, it, it's, yeah. that, that, just, that doesn't sit well with me. Uh, I'm going to have to take a shower after that. But like, yeah, that means like they're actually just hurt and like not spurning the college football team that I know and love, Mike. And uh, as we know, mm-hmm. that, that that takes precedent over everything. Um, yeah. No, I have a take I've been sitting on for sure. a few days. And actually a listener jumped in and kind of asked uh, on Twitter. But first... Need to send you to the bench again. I feel sick about this because I need to talk to people's ears off about Fan Duel Sportsbook. And no, we don't have a game this week, at least a Spartan game to bet on. But uh, yeah, there's still plenty of more action this weekend over at Fan Duel. And don't even wait till the weekend. God, I've already been getting on my same game parlays for MLB playoffs. You got NBA starting in here in a little bit, and of course NFL. Snap into action this NFL season with Fan Duel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now. Hey, that's right. Bet $5, you get $200 in bonus bets for new customers. That's right. $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. How on earth can you beat that? Well, it's really hard to beat that. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with us. It's FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And to take us home for a third segment because he's still here. This is great. It's Mike Jones of Can't Read, Can't Write. Again, you guys do fantastic work. Kevin Grack, Alex Plum, just sensational people. You guys do. I, I did it. I did it. I appreciate all episodes, but I truly did appreciate the, the post-Iowa episode. And just like you say, the cold opens are, are just some of the best work out there just in the content game. So thanks <laughs> Thank for all you, you do, man. Um, a few days ago, Mike, I, like like a mother goose on an egg, I have been hatching a take okay. that I've been willing to uncork on someone. And then when you agreed to show up on the pod, I was like, great, I'm going to save this one for Mike. All right. And then on Twitter, Dan Almost kind of sort of steals my thunder here because he writes in lighthearted mailbag question. Do you think we'll see the black unis this year? Do you want to, or should we just save those till next year? I assume the plan is slash was for the U of M game, but I'd hate to see their debut tarnished by a probably ugly blowout. That funnels right into my take here, Mike. I don't want to see the black jerseys at all this year. Okay. I, 
we're running out of home games. I think maybe the Maryland game would have been a good idea for it. Although in hindsight, I don't know if you want that 22 point homecoming loss as your first black Jersey debut. Your next home games are the Michigan game. Uh-oh. And then the jokes kind of write themselves there like, oh, wear an all black to your own funeral, whatever. Okay. I don't want the first black Jersey game to be, well, that. And then, well, the next one is going to be a sleepy Saturday afternoon game against Nebraska at Spartan Stadium. Like, I, Who's so I know this is most like black name- shirts, right? Their nickname is the yeah, black shirts. That is, that's true. Maybe we just wear them to troll them. But yeah. like, uh, I, I don't know. I know this is the most inane, like not important topic of all time here, Mike, but like, I am fine punting the black jerseys to next season and give like, you know, the new coaching staff, like a nice little extra thing in their stocking for when they come here. Like, Hey, we also got this as well as a nice little bonus for you. Thoughts, thoughts. Yeah. The, the luster on the season is certainly gone for a variety of reasons. A tad. Yeah. That said, you know, I got to imagine the players were psyched about the jerseys. Uh, and, you know, for them, maybe, sure, I guess. I do think it'd be very funny if they uh, if they blacked out the stadium and then showed up in all neons, like with the pants, too. Uh, just as troll everybody, please. Um, I like that, actually. No, I'm all <laughs> in on that, actually. <laughs> but I don't, you know, they said that they were going to be, I mean, what, we're, we're four in, right? And five, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, four home games in four home yeah, games. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Either way, yeah, yeah. So five games in, and they said the black uniforms were going to be part of the rotation. They were just they weren't going to be special. Sure. They clearly are. Uh yeah, and and so yeah, <laughs> right. just stick them stick them away until next year. I'm with you. Th- that is one thing I didn't understand from the event is like these are not alternate jerseys. Like, well, sure they are. Like you yeah, yes, they are, and that's okay. Like you can wear alternate jerseys more than just once. You can carry them through a few years. I mean, it's it's fun. It's yeah. You know, I mean, but, yeah. all alts are alts, right? Like, I mean, the <laughs> the neons they stopped wearing the pants and they wore the green pants with the green or the neon top. Like, yeah, I, I don't. It's a jersey. Just yeah. wear it if you want. But I, you know, I'm with you. Like that might be a really uh, or or wait, save it for Ford Field. Okay. Ba- yeah. that's, we're burying the season that day. Like we're wait, hold on. It's right in front of us. It's Black Friday. Oh. I'm playing a Black Friday. Okay, well that was easy. Okay, never we mind. Solved it. We solved it. I'll I'll edit out the last four minutes of conversation. That was that was easy. That was simple. Wow, God, we made a quite the corn maze out of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's simple. Um, from one absolutely insane who cares topic to another. I say Urban Meyer, Mike, you say. No, bring him home. Uh, <laughs> but here's here's what I'll say. I, I think I if if we can for a second talk bigger picture here about the debate about Urban Meyer. I think we would all do well to remember that we all want to win. So that the so as we as some people are in favor of Urban, some people are not. That everyone has uh, a vested interest in winning. So if you don't want Urban, that doesn't mean you don't care about winning or you're not serious about winning. Um, And that if you do want urban here, I think it's, I assume that, that folks who want urban here, look at the past transgressions, which you cataloged in your last episode and don't want any more of that nonsense at Michigan state. So like, you know, 
that the idea is, is that we don't have any of that from urban while he's at Michigan state. Oh, the and, leash would be short. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I, I think it's it, to, it, and so for the folks who are anti-urban, I would say for those who do want him, you should be, you should not assume that, that people like Matt don't care about, about those things, right? Like we can, we can have a disagreement. We all want to win and we all want good things for Michigan state. So that, yeah. like, I think that's one of the most disappointing components of this conversation for me is that everyone assumes bad in like that you either don't want to win or that you don't care about people. Um, and I, mm-hmm. and I think that's bonkers. Uh, my thing about urban is that if it was one isolated incident, I'd, I'd say, you know what? Sure. People mess up, people grow, but like, there, we're not even counting the time that he was doing a, a a media hit on Fox, and there was like a naked dude in the reflection that appeared to be coked oh, out. Yes. And Urban's like, that's right. Like, I mean, it was it was so like, I, there's just a lot of like lapses in judgment if we're saying that in the most kind terms for Urban that I'm like, eh. and he hasn't coached in a while. Like, I, I don't know that the Correct. Tom is like uh, thinking about Tom Izzo gets away with some things that a, a new coach would not be able to get away with as they, it relates to talking to players because Tom Izzo's had a continuity of service. I don't know that Urban can come back to college football and be Urban anymore and get away with it. I just, and so, yeah. and the last thing that I'll say is that if you had told me back when we hired Mel Tucker that we were hiring instead the offensive coordinator from Indiana I would have said, are you out of your freaking <laughs> mind? Lo and yeah. behold, though, that's yeah. working out pretty well for Washington. Uh, a little so, bit, yeah. So, like, I just don't – I think it happens to be that Urban's unemployed and no coach is going to respond to a call who's actually coaching right now. So it's yeah. Urban or Bob Stoops is who we're talking yeah. about? Like, Correct, correct. Uh, Steve Mariucci is a name that I saw on the Spartans <laughs> Illustrated message boards. And, and it was a joke. It wasn't like a serious thing, but like, let's, let's get the Mooch back in town. Yeah, let's get Izzo Mooch back together. The the whole gang is here. Let's, yeah. let's go. <laughs> like, make Saban say no. Like, you know, I mean. Oh, like, yeah. So, I, you know, I'm, I get, though, I get it. Like, Urban wins, and I want to yeah. Like, we all yeah. want to win. Um, I just... I would a rather have someone's going to be around for a while and, yeah. and, and to tie this all back, by the way, to Tom Izzo, Tom Izzo was talking today about being a blue collar program. Yeah. And one of my favorite things about Michigan state university is that it is a blue collar school, that it's a school that is for everybody. Like no matter what your grades were in high school, for the most part, you can come in and get yeah. a world-class education and that it's a place where you work hard and you make your name. And, and that like, and I, I don't know that that's not what we would get with Urban, but I I don't know that he would embody that ethos in the same way. So I don't know. I want to win too. I want to win Natties. I don't want to win light. I want to win Natties. But like, yeah, eh, I'm okay. Yeah. I want I want something new. I want to be surprised. Okay, there you go. Um, I do want to end it on this question though to wrap up the Urban Meyer conversation. Let's not get lost in all this. Like how maybe small of a chance this actually is. Yeah. Mike, better chance of head coaching Michigan State next year, Urban Meyer, or hey, you, Mike Jones, who is a better shot? Because, like, it, look, this is all fun and games. It's fun debate. It's fun conversation uh, for the most part, if, if you don't get too heated about it. But, like, it's, it's not a high percentage. So, like, who, who, who's got the higher chance? You or Mr. Meyer? I mean, I did see Brady Quinn talking that, like, it's a definite no on Urban, but, like, I don't. I mean, 
you maybe you make the call, but you have to make the call, right? Oh, do you, you have, have to. to. You you do have do to. You have yeah. to. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. If you... I think so. Just it, it never hurts to talk. It, 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 that's one of my mottos in life. It, it never hurts to ask. It never hurts to talk. Like the more information you can get, the merrier. So that's, that's yeah, all you might is. ask him like, "Hey, yeah. Urban, can you own up to the things that you did wrong?" Like <laughs> it, you know, and so nope, right? I I don't know. I mean, we were talking about this on the our, our last episode though, because I, I think I'll speak for the the three of us that we're kind of in the like, no, don't, please, God, don't. Yeah. Um, it's like we've been through enough as a school. We don't need anything else. Very um, understandable. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not like I'm not going to be a fan. Oh, right? yeah. Like the oh, second yeah. they hire him, I'm like, yeah, obviously I wanted Urban Meyer. I yeah. guess. <laughs> like, so I, yeah. Uh, yes. Higher than uh, I, I insist I could probably play call better now than anyone. Oh, sure. But like, yeah. yeah, please, please hire Urban and not me. Yeah, Urban gets hired. I'm going to be like that. Jacksonville Jaguars kicker had that coming to him. Like, oh, yeah, he, and he obviously he did because he's not Matt Coglin or uh, Michael Geiger. Right. So, like, get out. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. So I'm glad we're all aligned here. I mean, yeah. hey, just like I will pay Peacock or Big Ten Plus for anything for this uh, basketball program, I'll root for within reason just about anyone for within reason. I want to reiterate that again within reason one more time uh anyone for the football program as well so mike delightful chat as always uh i'll say it again you guys just do fantastic work i can't read can't write uh, i'm gonna try to get kevin on try to get alex plum on here in the future here but like yeah just great to talk to you guys uh each individually um but you, you guys are the best anything else you want to plug before we let you go and enjoy the rest of your week no uh you should uh everyone should check out lockdown spartans uh it's a great podcast uh but, thanks man <laughs> uh otherwise no thanks for having me matt i appreciate it good to see you as always Absolutely. And uh, hey, enjoy the bye week. Enjoy a Saturday where like you can smile every once in a while. But uh, hey, until then, gang, we will be back next episode with Brian Smith, recruiting expert of Lockdown. But until then, hey, love you David all. David Stone. <laughs> yeah, woo. Uh, oh.